Hi, team. Um, how are Hi, you, Liv? Team. I'm doing well. Uh-huh. Uh, Grace and I are not on a video call right now because I kept freezing and it was freaking her out. Um, I didn't like it. I think my new internet's weirder, but I will say I am doing the voice call on my computer. And so I keep staring at Grace's call like it's the FaceTime. <laughs> but there's no one, there's no picture. So it's just me staring at the corner of my screen, which is fine. Um, but I said I was doing good. I think I'm actually doing much more medium than good on account uh-huh. of moving this week. It's just horrible. Yeah. Moving is just the worst thing in the world. This is the closest place I think I've ever moved from. Oh, for so sure. It would very be nice. hard to be closer. Yeah, exactly. So that's really nice. It's, like, very, very nice. But it's also, like... I have really lucked out in all of my living situations that most of the other people had the furniture, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. like one time I had a couch and then I got rid of that. But the rest of the time, usually my other roommates have come with couches or cabinets or other things like that. And so Mm -hmm. this time was my personal first experience moving an entire apartment's worth of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It was a bad time. Yeah. I can see how that would be true. It was. But it did make me just really uh, appreciate my former roommates. (laughs) Let me just say. (laughs) For having those things and being the ones to lug them. I also feel like Um, every time I move, I'm like, that's it. I'm becoming a minimalist. I know. (laughs) And then I don't. I feel like when I move, I'm just like, do I really need more than one fork? <laughs> <laughs> Do we feel like that's necessary? Consumerism has really gotten to me. It's the capitalist. The capitalist wants me to have more than one Absolutely. fork. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. You stick it to them <laughs> and, and get rid of all your forks. <laughs> get rid of all my forks. Uh, yeah, but moving's pretty terrible, but that's okay. Um, how are you, Grace? Oh, I'm pretty fine. Um, I am... (laughs) We're starting this off in a very medium place. Yeah, I'm, uh, here at the theater again. We're recording between shows. Um, next week is our last week, which I'm so excited about. I'm so excited for you. And I'm going skiing tomorrow, which I'm also so excited about. Oh, that's so Um, fun. But I have to, like, finish this day. Who are you going with? Just, um, Louise and Kaylin. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's very fun. I was wondering if it was, like, with work or something again. Oh, no. Uh, I only ski with work when I am skiing during the work week. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that, so that'll be really fun. But I do have to wake up early to do it. Um, mm, which I you hate, hate to do that. to do. I hate to do it. And we all know it. Um, Grace is a passionate sleeper. I love to sleep. Well, here's the problem. I don't love mm. to sleep in. I hate starting my morning at, like, 10 or, like, lately 11. <laughs> but I get so little sleep during the week that I just, like, crash yeah. and need to catch up you on need it. it. I need the sleep. And so... Also, Grace sleeps through her alarms. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but, like, she can sleep through an alarm clock. Well, I can only sleep through the alarm clock. The only times I've slept through an alarm clock are when I am also working on a show while working full-time. So we are in the era (laughs) when I would sleep through an alarm clock, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good for you. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but that's how I'm doing. Uh, anything um, to report in Bachelor Nation, Liv? No. <laughs> I was waiting. Um, <laughs> I was talking to Grace about my new obsession, which doesn't have to do with The Bachelor, but I thought maybe she was about to ask about that. But maybe we could have left it and I shouldn't have talked about it again. But uh, I've been watching The Last of Us, which mm-hmm. I have convinced only Ellie to watch. I don't think this isn't Bachelor Nation at all. Grace, you probably wouldn't like it, right? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. Okay. It's so hard because I know that there are storylines within it that you would really like. Like, I think that there are some parts you would really like, you know? Mm-hmm. But I also wonder if the parts you would not like would outweigh I it. am quite positive that they would, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, because I, I think that I also wouldn't be watching it if I didn't, like, because I will say I, just, like, living with Mason this year, I've watched more, like, horror or spooky things than I ever have because I don't like horror or anything spooky, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, so I just don't know if I ever would have started it. Yeah. Without him, and I don't know if I would enjoy it. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd watch it, like, even just, like, with friends, you know? Like, it's, it feels like a thing that I have to have a person who legitimately enjoys zombie-like content Mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. And I don't really have any friends who specifically enjoy zombie-like content. Yeah. That I know of. Does that make any sense? Yeah, totally. But I was telling Grace that my TikTok has become entirely just Pedro Pascal, which feels really embarrassing because I always used to, like, I would see weird stuff like this on the internet when, like, people were obsessed with One Direction in, like, middle school, you know? And I'd be like, damn, how are you that obsessed with someone? That's low-key embarrassing. And I don't think I'm at that level, but TikTok thinks I am. Yeah. And so I must be at some level. And it is embarrassing. (laughs) But I was telling Grace, I was like, I think our TikToks are probably pretty different because you don't watch any of the shows that Pedro Pascal is in. And she was like, yes, but my Twitter is Pedro Pascal. So he just is everywhere. He's everywhere. My Twitter is exclusively Pedro Pascal. Yes. I'm going to, like, open it so right now trying... and just see how long it takes <laughs> yeah, me please, you're just gonna to find a tweet about to find him. A... <laughs> um, you, please do. You keep talking. I'm going to yeah, just Yeah, I'll scroll. keep talking. I was trying to analyze exactly, like, how he has gotten so popular because I feel like a lot of people his age haven't, I would say, probably the closest to what I would... classify as as the daddy of his of his status mm-hmm. would be would be Paul Rudd but very different in terms of like Paul Rudd's been pretty well known for a long time I think yeah but at the same time he he doesn't have he doesn't have this uh maybe maybe where it gets weird is Pedro Pascal isn't married and I think Paul Rudd is married. Paul Rudd and is so married. So there's almost like a he is married. He's married. Right. So with, there's like with like there's like an extra level children. of unattainable. Yeah, exactly. 
And, like, so far, I haven't seen anything creepy from Pedro Pascal, but the other single men of his age that people seem to be attractive to, attracted to are creepy. Yeah. So I think that's part of where the obsession has come in, is so far, he has only had a very healthy relationship as, like, a father-child-ish, like, a, like, an adoptive child relationship with, like, his co-star. But we're we're talking, like... Him and his co-star have the same age gap as, like, as the girl who's, like, basically his daughter in The Last of Us. Not really, but kind of. Like, adoptive a little bit. Has, like, the same age difference as Leonardo DiCaprio and his girlfriend. Yeah. So, I just, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of an air of, like, well, he's one of the single ones at that age, but he doesn't seem to be creepy. So, that's nice. Anyway, I didn't interrupt you when I found obsession. it, but I did find one. Did you find it? Yeah, it's a the video <laughs> clip of him from the Graham Norton show where Graham's like, are you enjoying the sudden tension? And he's like, yeah! Yes. <laughs> I was telling you about that clip. Yeah, exactly. Um, I found it on my Twitter. So I've seen it. <laughs> wow. Um, That's what I'm saying. It's like, why is he everywhere? Yeah. Even if you don't watch the stuff he's in. My latest obsession. But that's oh. it. My latest obsession. No, what's yours? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> My latest obsession <laughs> is I finally got uh, my hold from the library for I'm glad my mom died. Um, and I, it deserves the hype, frankly. Like, I'm d- devouring oh, oh. it. Yeah. It's that, the. Jeanette McCurdy's book. From. Yes. It's really, yeah. really good. Nickelodeon? What? Was she on Nickelodeon? Yeah, she was on iCarly. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, but I'm always impressed when, like, something gets, like, such a crazy amount of hype like this book did, and then I read it, and I'm like, wow, yeah. Like, this book was hyped, 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 hyped up, and I still do not feel let down by the result, so... Yeah, like it wasn't by any means like a publicity stunt. In yeah, any kind no, of no, way. and it wasn't like overrated or anything. I was just like, I mean, I'm still reading it, but I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Wow, mm-hmm. that sounds very good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Do you have any fun tidbits you've learned? Um, I mean, here's the deal: like, it's not fun. Um, because her mom suffered from like a ton of mental illness and took a lot of that uh, out on her and it's like the story of her hard. like trying to constantly please her mom and just like living kind of what sounded like an absolutely horrible childhood and repressing that trauma for years um so i wouldn't say Oof. i've got any fun tidbits but i would say it's a good <laughs> book <laughs> you know that's that's just as good yeah <laughs> I would say there's not a lot that's fun because that's all in the name. It's I'm glad my mom died. So. Wow. Yeah. And reading this book, I'm also glad her mom died. So. There you go. go. Everybody's glad. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about this episode? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd like to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. I would like to talk about the bachelor, actually. Okay, great. Let's do it. Um, Because we're like halfway through the season, which is so crazy. But true. That is wild. I just, I feel like. Feels shorter. I agree. I feel like, I'm like, oh God, you're supposed to marry one of these women soon? You can't do that. That's do crazy. You, 
That is crazy. Do you think any of this is maturing or do you think it's just. You mean us being a grown up? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, do you think any of it is just the fact that we're like adults uh, and we actually see the craziness? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe this hits me every time and I just forget, you know? Yeah, I hear that. Or maybe it's not that we're maturing. Maybe it's more that just like the reality of what it is can hit a little more because we're all the age of all these contestants. Yeah, literally. Where it's like, oh, that could be me. Although, to be fair, that's been true for the last two years, so. <sighs> but I feel like in the last two years it has felt fast. Yeah. Um, okay, well, they're still, they're in London. They're in London. And Greer is, like, freaking out because she really wants mm-hmm. a one-on-one date because she loves tea. Like, she loves tea. Ugh. Like, like if she had a high, t- like, she has a cup of tea tattooed on her. Um, yeah. And so she needs to have a one-on-one date in London because she loves tea. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. I was I like, girl, why'd you give them this soundbite? <laughs> multiple times. Like, it wasn't even like yeah. a one-off. She was like, no, 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 guys. I It's just that I need this one-on-one because I love tea. And I, there just must be something I'm not getting because I also love tea, you know? Yeah, you're a passionate tea I don't uh, drink drinker. coffee. I only drink tea. Mm-hmm. I drink specifically She's like to this one British brand of tea black tea with milk and sugar <laughs> every day multiple times a day but like You're i don't telling me care about having a date in london more than like going on a fucking boat in the bahamas like for real so weird um i'm like girl you did get the first impression rose you will get a date you might get sent home on it but like you're gonna get like paris or something yeah um you know yeah all is all is lost for Greer however because Gabby gets the one-on-one date um the first one Mm -hmm. at any rate and the card is like you're my queen so then a (laughs) chauffeur no it's not a chauffeur it's like a butler I don't understand what he is a man enters the room he was a man on the street who they said will you come in here (laughs) and and take that contestant a man enters the room and is like hello Zachary is waiting for you downstairs. Um, Horrifying. Oh, also Greer is still stressed because she feels like her time keeps getting pushed back and pushed back, and she's, like, running out of excuses for why that's happening. Um, Mm. Sure. So, anyway, Zach's waiting for Gabby by a car, and what? I just... Greer just... (sighs) She was just... I was really thrown like don't get me wrong I've always found her kind of annoying but this episode was a wild turn I felt yeah I mean I and here's the thing is it's like we'll get more to it later but I understand like melting down and being sad but like being like I love tea and that's why this is happening yeah exactly (laughs) like Like, I again if she'd just been crying and upset I would have been like that's fine but it was specifically like it it just got a little a little bratty almost. I wanna I, felt... I wanna wait until we actually get there because I do have things yeah. to say about it. Um Yes. Go yeah, yeah, good. Okay, so Zach's waiting for Gabby by the car and he's like, Today's a day to treat Gabby, which means that Gabby's getting the like the shopping date. The date where yeah. you come home with your arms full of bags and everyone hates you. Um 
Yeah. Gabby's getting the date to make <laughs> that makes you everyone's enemy. Yes. <laughs> um but okay, so interesting. I was looking at Bachelor Data, um the Instagram account that we love, and they do a lot of things like this. Mm-hmm. Like they'll do like Oh, um, how far do people make it who get fireworks on their date? How far do people make it who get, like, a horseback riding date? Like, and so they do. How far do people make it when they get the shopping date? And I think out of all of them, the shopping date ends up being the person who gets proposed to, like, the most. Yeah. Like, in a way where there's almost a pattern. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. Just I can think of, um, Rachel... From Matt season, got the shopping date. Becca she on Ari's season, technically. Yeah, Becca on Ari's season. And then um, I can't remember. Did Hannah Ann get it? I think Hannah Ann got it. On Peter's hmm. season. I think she did. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Um, so ah, anyway, interesting. I know, right? Just saying. I think I think it is one where maybe the bachelor has slightly more say in who gets to go on that date. Um, yeah. I I don't know why I feel that way, but I just feel like that might be true. Um, yeah. But anyway. Um, so first thing they're going to do is they're going to go to a puf- perfumery that creates scents for the royals. Um, mm-hmm. And... I'm kind of like, are these actually their signature scents, or are these just scents, like, named after the royals? <laughs> like, did Meghan Markle design that scent, or did they just design a scent and name it the Meghan Markle, you know? What if, what if it's just, like, this hole in the wall? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, in a, what if they're in a mall? But Gabby claims that the royal family comes here to have their perfumes made, so fine, whatever. Um, I guess we'll believe her. Yeah, and then. Believe women. Yeah. <laughs> And then some man comes out, and he's like, okay, we're going to, like, design your perfume. So he keeps giving them, like, sticks to sniff, and then they, like, say what they like and what they don't, and he, like, records it. And I'm just like, how many yeah. fucking signature perfumes has this place made? Like, I because know. he's like, we'll record it so that you can, like, reorder it, you know? And I'm like, the yeah. archives in this place. Bananas! Oh I wonder if it's just, like, dusty shelves. He has to, it's like, it's like the Harry Potter wand collection. (laughs) Like, he has to go in and be like, I'll find your scent. Yeah. Um, at one point, Gabby's like, oh, this one smells like weed. And Zach goes, marijuana? Marijuana? (laughs) Like, tell me you don't smoke weed without without telling me you don't smoke weed. weed. And you fucking live in California, you loser. (laughs) That was an ick moment for me. That was I don't such an ick moment. very often, but <laughs> when he said that, I was like, Gabby, run! <laughs> uh, Get out of here. The guy who's doing Marijuana? this asks how they met and if they've been together a long time, and I'm like, sir, please. Yeah. Sir, let's not do this. Um, but they make... That man, I think, has a paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. That man looked far more i don't want to say excited to be there but i will say fine being there than most Mm -hmm. people that they have on the show i'm with you (laughs) um so then they make their signature perfume and they name it zabby which is the stupidest thing i've ever heard like name it 
They should have Final named Rose. it. Name it. Uh, Zab. No, they shouldn't have named it anything Zabriella. that's a combination of their two names because <gasps> that's lame. Wait. What? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm just an idiot. I was just, I was like, oh, my God, it's Zach and Gabriella. Like, yeah, you high were thinking school of high school musical, musical. which is no. not what's happening. Nope. <laughs> so close because it was troy i can All see right. where you were going but that's so why close. it was embarrassing <laughs> yeah anyway that's Thank a you. dumb name for a perfume but gabby says she feels like the scent is her first child um so that's cool interesting gabby was like pretty funny on this date i felt like yeah she has she was, kind of she like was great a, i thought she- a dry very quick wit you know like she says yeah. things in like uh-huh. a total de- deadpan that after you've like listen to her talk for a while you're like oh that's a joke like you don't mean that you're you're saying that to be funny she reminds me a little bit of Susie evans yeah i can see that clayton season yeah because like there's girls on the bachelor who i can see being like i feel like this scent is our first child but gabby's like i feel like this scent is our first child and she says it in exactly the same tone but i'm like you're joking (laughs) yeah I think if she doesn't win, she's probably going to be the Bachelorette. Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. Oop, almost knocked my headphone out. Okay, so now they go to some big fancy house and meet some dude who's like, I'm known as the royal butler. I've worked for many kings and queens. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and they drink a cocktail that's like allegedly the queen's cocktail. The queen's like queen Elizabeth's cocktail. favorite. A stylist puts, like, tiaras and a bunch of big hats on them. And then the royal butler brings in corgis from the royal bloodline of corgis. And I was just like, is this PR from the royal family to try and win people back to their side after the whole Meghan Markle thing? Like, what is happening? Like, why? Well, also, like, win America? (laughs) Literally, why were they (laughs) just like, like, (laughs) you know what we're gonna do is just talk about how amazing the royal family is for, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. And how much we wish we no, were No, that like is them. what it felt like to me, too. It felt like a PR stunt. It was literally... Because, like, obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on in general with the royal family because it's imploding. Yeah. But it was weird to have that happen, like, on a, an American TV show. Yeah, because, like, literally fuck the royal family, just saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck wild. a monarchy. I don't know. It, it felt very, um. like... <laughs> yeah. It felt yeah. very like the it it felt very like um an ad for a city, you know? When the ad is paid <laughs> for by like the tourism board of San Diego. Like it yeah. felt like this was when like, I'm in like Washington. paid for by the tourism board of the royal family. <laughs> oh my god. Because they're like, these corgis are from the... No, you keep going. What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Sorry, I interrupted. Oh. Um, I was just going to say, I do think that they're right, that, like, the crossover audience is probably pretty similar. Like, I think probably a lot of people who watch The Bachelor at least know about the royal family. But if we're talking about the American Bachelor... They, like, probably watched Harry and Meghan. Yeah. It was just weird. It was very odd. 
It was very pro-monarchy. Like, when they were like, these corgis are from the bloodline of, like, the royal corgis, I was like, I'm out. Like, you, I was out before that, but, like, I'm out. This is insane. Shut up. I know. That's so stupid. I know. Oh, my God. Um... When they said that, I'm like, you know this makes you more dislikable, right? Yeah, this makes you look fucking stupid. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, so then we get to the part where Gabby gets to try on a bunch of, like, gowns. So she tries Mm -hmm. on a bunch of gowns, and, like, I don't know, frankly, I'm bored watching this. Like, I don't feel like this had the usual fun of the usual shopping date, or maybe yeah. I'm just not remembering that the shopping dates usually make me uncomfortable because I naturally feel bad for, like, the other women who don't get it. But, like, I think it's because they, like, did so many things. Like, they did the perfume. They did the hats. They did the cocktail. Yeah. They did the corgis. They did the dresses. That, like, we didn't get to see much of any of it. And, like, it was so horny mm-hmm. for the royal family that I was just, like, kind of uncomfortable this whole date. And bored. That's how I felt. Yeah. All I, after seeing this date, all I wanted to do was suck Prince William's dick. <laughs> We're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> but no, I, I hear you. I think usually on these dates, there's a stylist is the thing. Or yeah. it's like a room of dresses. And like, this This yeah. felt very like we found a rack and we have these three dresses picked out specifically for you. Like it didn't feel, I think it would have been kind of cool to like, like, have had her measurements or something and given her that dress or something for, like... Yeah. Like, if they're really doing this whole... If we're really going to lean into the monarchy. I liked the gold one, and I liked the one she ended up with. Um, but I also think that I a don't lot remember of it the gold one, like, but I really liked the one she ended up with. The gold one was cool. It was, like, sparkly, and there were feathers involved, yeah. but, like, in kind of a chic way, I thought. That's fun. Um... But that's very fun. I think that another part of it was like normally the interviews are like, oh, like I just feel so special. I've never been treated like this before. Like blah 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 blah. And these interviews were like, I can't believe yeah. we got to meet corgis that are from the royal bloodline, and then we got to have perfume. <laughs> I can't from believe the royal we perfumery. got to see Prince William's dick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Drew. Then Yabby has to go back to the hotel room with her arms full of bags. And <sighs> Greer is like, I just can't act excited about this. And, like, frankly, babe, I get it. Like, the shopping yeah. date is brutal to witness the return from. Because they make the girl come home and they're like, okay, show them the new Jimmy Choo's we bought you. Show them the new diamond earrings we bought you. Like, tell them yeah. all about how... you. Th- we spent the day, like, with Zach shopping for you, and it was all about you. Like, that sucks to hear. But the thing is that Gabby mentions tea and crumpets, and then Greer starts crying. <laughs> oh, God. Like, literally in that exact moment. And she's like, I told Zach how much I love tea. <laughs> Which is so ridiculous. Um, and then... I just... Can you imagine if it were anything else either? Just, like, if I were just, like, I told Zach that I, like, coffee. Like, I... It's such a random thing. Most people like those things. Yeah, like, it's not that big a... Like, uh, what if you were, like, I told Zach that I liked dogs and you got to play with puppies. Like, babe. Yeah. Okay. It, It wasn't, like, she was, like, I have been forever 
Like, even then, again, this would be an unreasonable, like, reaction. But what if she said on a one-on-one, like, (laughs) I... My dream, one of my dream goals is to ride in a uh, a hot air balloon because of some tragic story that's connected to a hot air balloon. So I want to reclaim my air, like something yeah. super specific, and then they took someone else. That would feel like personally targeted. Yeah. But this was just... Well, and also the fact that the tea <laughs> wasn't even really a part of their date. Like, that was the part where they sat Mm-mm. down on a sofa and, like, had a conversation but, like, tea was yeah. in front of them instead of, like, coffee or wine because we're in England, you know? Exactly. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a part of the activities. It just happened to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then Greer has to get up and leave when the dress comes in. And Gabby's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be braggy. And the girls are like, OMG, no. And, like, I believe that Gabby doesn't mean to be braggy. And, like, I also believe that the producers force her to do these things. But also, like, no shit, Gabby. Like, come on. Girls cannot want to see your new Jimmy Choo's. Like, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, And also all the girls who are like, like, it's not you. I'm like, yeah, but also, like, you're mad too. So... (laughs) Stop telling her that you're not mad. That's true. Although, I feel like usually there's a collective air of, like, we're all jealous, you know? Yeah. And if Greer hadn't acted like that, then no one would have had to say, no, it's fine, we're not jealous, you know? We just would have moved on. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just, like, don't blame Greer for getting up and leaving and being like, I don't want to watch this. Um, because yeah. I wouldn't want to watch it either. But it's just hilarious to me that it was about tea and crumpets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I was really having a hard time empathizing with her in this particular part. I was having a hard time empathizing with her because of her reasoning. If she had never said tea and crumpets, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, all the other girls are upset, too. Charity was also really upset. Like. Yeah. No one was having a good time. But none of them, like, stormed out to have a meltdown. I don't think she stormed out. I think she got up and left. I felt like it. I felt, personally felt like it was a storm. I didn't feel like it was a storm. And I mean, like, if you're gonna start crying, I feel like it's better to do that out of the room than in it. Sure. So, like, I I don't know. I didn't feel like that was, like, I need attention. Goodbye. I'm, I felt like it was, like, I'm going to start crying, so I'm going to leave. Yeah, I felt it was a little bit of the other one, but. Oh, uh, well, I disagree. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, Charity goes after her and is, like, I promise everyone else is feeling the exact same way. So, like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Charity was very nice. Well, Charity's a in therapist, so. That's, I know, I did think about that. I was like, I was like, girl, you don't have to do this. You're not being paid here. You're actually probably losing money yeah, she, by being she here. Yeah, she goes, so, I promise you this is okay nice to feel. You. And I was like, okay, Charity, the therapist. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was very therapisty. Yeah. But then Greer gets annoying because she's like, it's just that tea is like a thing with my family and it's how we uh. come together and bond and my love language is affirmation. <laughs> And I just feel like everyone who has come back from a date has been like, 
he said that he curated this date specifically for me and she's like it's just that i feel like this date was my personality to a t and i was like yeah maybe because you wanted free stuff like don't lie and make it about tea yeah like, every girl felt like her personality to a T is getting a bunch of free designer clothes. <laughs> Kylie also feels that way. Like, I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah, that. Saying, like, I you feel like this is your personality to they, a T. They'd enjoy that day. It's not about tea. It's not about the tea that they casually drank. It's about the day spent getting lots of free things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's kind of really stupid to say that this is your personality in a date because everyone wanted this date it also was an unintentional pun yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> um but then it gets more awkward because gabby comes down the hallway with literally all of her bags and oh has God, to like step over them and then is like oh, you're no. in front of my room i'm sorry and then greer's like ah! oh no worries and then greer like scoots on the floor where she's crying out of the way and gabby goes into her room and then they just like stay on the floor right there with her still crying <laughs> Oh, it was so awkward, too. I was like, I know the producers told her to sit there. Yeah, literally. And then they were like, hey, Gabby, you need to take your things back to your room right now. You have to go. Yeah. Yeah. You can't make two trips and no one can help you. You have to carry them all by yourself and you have to do it right now. (laughs) Yeah. It was uh, a little brutal. Yeah, it was rough. Um, so then she puts on her fancy dress and goes to meet up with Zach. And Zach's like, you make every situation fun and effortless. And then they talk about how, like, well, Zach's like, I recognize this is extravagant, but, like, at the end of the day, this is all about who you want to wake up to in the morning and do life with. And then he's like, I had an experience last season where I thought I knew someone and it turns out I didn't. And that was devastating. (sighs) And I was like, what? Tell me more. And then he does it. Rachel, I think, talked a little bit about what happened on the podcast. Mm I don't know. Like, I think it was, I don't remember. It might have been Happy Hour. Or, no, it wasn't. It was um, Ashley something's podcast. Ashley and Jared's podcast. Oh, yeah. And she was basically like, yeah, we just uh, really found out we didn't align on some things yeah that's what it seemed like happens that's always what happens when someone yeah, gets to immediately me too, dumped after but, the fantasy suites it's, it's like oh you're a republican i know <laughs> yeah or like ivan's not he's like agnostic yeah <laughs> and daisha was like it can't happen this isn't gonna work out yeah i just i feel like it's a little bit it's rough because clearly like rachel can't say what he said yeah but to me, it strikes me that he was like, yeah, I'm a Republican or like some something. And he's he's out here like, yeah, she's I like, thought the, I, knew I don't her. know. I didn't like it. I thought I knew her. And then it just everything changes. And I'm like, well, if you tell someone to me, I'm like, if I went to fantasy suites with someone and they were like, I'm a Republican, it would all change. I'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. I was just like, hmm, interesting. Would love to know more about that, but we don't get to. Yeah, would you describe in detail that conversation, please? Yeah, word for word, if you can. At least hit every (laughs) bullet point. If you could just get the producer that was probably definitely watching your fantasy suite, if they could just give us a transcript, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, And then Gabby 
like, talks about her body image issues, and she's like, you made me feel beautiful without even seeing myself in a mirror, and Zach's like, I'm glad because I'm not always good with words, um, and Gabby- Interesting. He's been one of the better ones with words. Yeah. But- Um, but Gabby's like, Gabby talks a little bit about her last relationship and how she felt like she lost a bit of herself during it and didn't feel like beautiful Mm -hmm. or seen, which is why this date meant so much to her. And I will just really say that Gabby nailed this date because she finishes that by being like, but you know, this date was about the small moments for me, like an arm touch here and like a smile there. Cause like, you're going to see me with no makeup and it's, it's about when life gets hard. Zach's obsessed with her like obsessed oh my god yeah if you could have written a script for zach's like dream response to a date i feel like gabby would have just said it yes to this date in particular that's what uh that's what the script would have said exactly that's wild yeah it was she did do really 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 well yeah um and he gives her the rose obviously um and he's like i have one more surprise and it's the band UB40 singing a reggae remix of Can't Help Falling in Love <laughs> that I hate. Um, and it's really <laughs> funny because Claire Jones texted me and was like, I hated that remix of Can't Help Falling in Love, but I thought I should look up the band that did it before I texted you that I hated it in case it turned out to be a band that I liked and then I'd feel awkward. And it turns out this is the band that does the song Red <laughs> Red Wine, which she does love and which is Red a bop. Red Wine. <laughs> uh-huh, kind of like that. <laughs> um, so that's just uh, a Red fun... Wine make me feel so fine. That one? Um... Red, red, wide, uh, all of the time. No. No. <laughs> oh. Red, red, wide. Um, I'm going to move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get a group date card, which is Brooklyn, Kat, Allie, Katie, Ariel, Kylie, Jess, Mercedes, and Greer, which means that mm-hmm. Charity's getting the one-on-one. Um, Mercedes Yay. starts bawling immediately. And Kylie mm-hmm. follows her out of the room. Greer, however, is in a better mood today. She's like, I'm just going to take it as it comes. <laughs> so then the girls are all sitting in the room getting ready to go. And there's a knock at the door. And instead of Zach or anybody else, it's a card that says that he had a great date planned for them that day. But he's a little under the weather. It says, go he's enjoy sticky. and I'll see you soon. Um... And they are all bummed out in a way where I was like, guys, I get it. But also, no, I don't. I don't get it. Like. I was like, this sounds so fun. This sounds literally (laughs) so fun. Like, haven't you been, like, fucking trapped in this hotel? I bet they haven't let you, like, go. Another reason why being in London would suck is because, like, I don't think these girls get to be like, okay, I don't have a date today. Can I go to, like the royal museum like i think they just have to fucking stay in their hotel with no outside space whereas at the bahamas they had a private beach and a private pool no for real what do they get to do all day and instead of being stuck at home they get to go on a tour of london i know they get to go on a tour and honestly i feel like i know that obviously they're all trying to get as much time as they can with Zach. But this really takes the pressure off that. Yeah, literally. Just have a good time in, like, a on a free vacation. You'll probably get to enjoy everything more this Yeah, you way. won't be stressed out. 
Um, yeah, and only one of you is going to marry him in the end. Yeah, so, so enjoy your you might free as trip well to just London. Like, yeah. Um, but Kylie is not seeing it that way. Kylie is like, in an interview, she's like, well, he wasn't too sick to stay up with Gabby all night, and he probably won't be too sick to go on his date with Charity tomorrow. Like, I just want to lie in bed all day. What's the point? Um, <sighs> and I was like, babe, perk up. Um, Katie is like, today sucks, the weather is kind of gloomy, which fits the vibe, and I was like, this is why you never should have left the Bahamas. Um, (laughs) frankly. Grace is like, stupid choice. (laughs) The vibes, so they get on like a double-decker bus to like go on a tour around London, and the vibes on the bus are terrible. Like, they all look miserable a man starts playing the bagpipes which also looks miserable then it starts raining on them on the double-decker bus (laughs) and none of them have raincoats they're all just wearing like their cute outfits um it does i would genuinely shout out to jess um yeah but it also seems like i'll say it an attitude problem I agree. That's why I'm saying shout out to Jess, because she was just, like, clearly feeling the tension. Like, I have never seen a contestant feel the tension more than Jess does. <laughs> and she's just, like, doing a little British accent. She's like, hey, look at the water. <laughs> I was like, girl, I feel that. What an awkward way to say you don't like the vibe right now. Yeah. <laughs> Go off. I've kind of fallen in love with her, I gotta be honest. <laughs> But then, She's like, so stressed out all the time. All the time. But then, like, they go to a pub and, like, have a little bit of a drinking yeah. competition. And it gets a bit better. Like, they all pile into a phone booth. They get fish and chips. They, like, severely heckle a royal guard. Um, like... <laughs> severely heckle. Severely heckle. Um, and it seems <laughs> like they have a good time. So, as they should. As they should. On their free... Yeah day of touring around London. yeah have a good time have a great time i was like imagine what kind of time you would have had if you had adjusted from the beginning but it, it literally <laughs> literally um also it's a double decker bus you don't have to sit upstairs in the rain you can go to the downstairs <laughs> it's, it's double decker there's two <laughs> My, party in the downstairs the sad boys in the upstairs with yep. the bagpipes. Okay, so then they get all dressed up to go to their cocktail party. And they show up to the fl- fancy place. No. But then the butler walks in with a note that says Zach's not coming. And the girls are, like, all crying. And I'm kind of like, yeah. guys, go ask if you can have fun. Like, go ask if you can, like, go to a bar. But they don't. They just cry. Yeah. Um, and Brooklyn's like... I know he's sick, and that sucks, but, like, honestly, I just feel stood up right now, and, like, I'm too pissed to cry. And I was like, I get it. You all look gorgeous. Like, you're wearing beautiful dresses, hair done, makeup done. Like, they knew this was going to happen, and they let you get dressed up, and they let you get hopeful, and then they let you down again. Like, be mad, frankly. These attitudes were a lot less about Zach and a lot more about the fact that they'd been tricked. Yeah, literally. They'd been tricked. It was fucked up. Um, and, like, Mm -hmm. I get the beginning of the day one, because it's, like, maybe he woke up feeling shitty, like, and was hoping he'd feel better. But, like, in the evening, like, they knew he wasn't coming, and they just, like, fucked with them. Yes! Um, which isn't nice. Um. No! And, yeah. 
So they're all sad and pissed off, and they, like, pass out petals from the rose that's on the table. Um, which <laughs> I thought was funny. And then they all come back to the where Jess, Gabby, and Charity are hanging out. And Gabby and Charity are like, what are you doing here? And they're like, you don't know? And I'm like, no one's told Gabby that Zach doesn't feel well? No one's... Have we really not like, told he... Gabby? Yeah. Like, maybe it's just the fact that I'm, like, currently the COVID compliance officer of the show that I'm working on. But I'm like, here's yeah, what we're not they need gonna to do. quarantine that gal. Yeah, at, yes. Yes, they do. Um... Because if she gets sick, they all get sick. Like literally, she needs to be hidden I, I, away this, immediately. I don't understand the show. I feel like I never, I like, because the Logan thing when he had COVID, I'm putting that in quotes, like was very confusing, and this was also confusing because unless, like, you know their they tried to make it seem like their date happened like right the night before and it actually was like spaced out yeah. or something like that which maybe but if if they literally were dancing and making out and smelling perfume and like doing all this stuff the day before and he has like full-on testing positive for covid this day like yeah She's probably going to get COVID. And I mean, like, at the... Like, it's possible she could not. Like, COVID's weird. But yeah. you gotta assume that yeah. she will and then be relieved later. Like... Yeah. Ex- well, exactly. Because you're... They're in a situation where if she gets it, then at l- Even if some people... Because, you, like you said, it, it can be weird. But even if some people don't... Some other people, other people are going will. to get it. And then it, it's... Yeah, exactly. Like, there are enough people that she's with at all times, face-to-face, maskless, Yeah, that other that some other people are going to get yeah. it. I, like, literally, yeah, I I, it's, it's weird. Like, my family drove home from Christmas, and the next day, right. after a three-hour car ride, three people tested positive for COVID, and two people didn't. And so, like, right. it's weird, but for four or five days after those first three people tested positive, me and Louise were, like, not going anywhere. We were wearing masks in the house until we were, like, okay, we think we're in the clear. Because we very easily could have had COVID. Yeah. No, I remember, because we were going to hang out, and then we were, like, maybe not. I might have COVID. (laughs) Then you just didn't. That's so... Yeah. I've heard of a couple other circumstances, I can't remember, but that have been like that as well. Right. But you have to like, always assume. Yes. Yeah. Yes, especially in this situation. And yeah. they are taking a zero of the precautions. Right. So the fact that Gabby's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you should know. <laughs> maybe they, like, test everybody every day. And so, like, Gabby's test came up. Still yeah. no. Still no. Um... Anyway, yeah, I if they really if they want to keep her with the rest of the girls, they got to be testing her like frequently, constantly. Yeah, yeah, like she wants to walk into a room with the other girls. Test COVID. Test. <laughs> she wants to pee. She comes out of the bathroom. COVID test. <laughs> um. So then. Jesse, oh, so so Charity is understandably stressed about what this means for her date. Then it's the next morning. Yeah. 
instead of Zach, Jesse shows up and is like, okay, Zach tested positive for COVID. Um, and he's like, and when Zach got the results, he was absolutely crushed to lose that kind of quality time mm-hmm. with them, at, with you at this point in the journey. And I'm like, Jesse, why do you always sound like you're like fucking reading like a legal book? <laughs> like talk like a normal person. Jesus Christ. Does. Um, he he really has the air of like a Grey's Anatomy doctor delivering stage four cancer. Oh my results. god, Jesse wants At to be on Grey's turn. Anatomy so bad. Jesse is like, oh Ellen he Pompeo looks is, like a Grey's Anatomy is leaving. Doctor. She's leaving. <laughs> You're telling me there's an opening. I'm Meredith Grey now. <laughs> I've been auditioning for years. I have it memorized. I can write plots. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could be a star. I'm gonna be a star. <laughs> So he's like, the million dollar question is, what do we do now? And then he just leaves. Like, he doesn't answer it. He just poses the question and then leaves. Um, So Katie is like, well, I'm so sad Zach's all alone. So she makes him a care package and, like, knocks on the door. Did you find this annoying? No, I didn't. I thought it was a really good move, but I was. Me too. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, but I did think it was funny that she knocks on the door and she's like, hi. And he's like, hey. And she's like, it's Katie. And he's like, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she- Yeah, I also thought that was funny. I also was a little surprised when, like, I get, it was, it was really sweet. Like, they played sweet music behind her talking to him at the door. But I was also like. It's okay to just drop off a gift basket. Yeah, you can just leave. You can go. You can just leave. He's If he actually, like, he, he did have COVID, but, like, someone who has COVID, if he's not feeling very well, like, I don't necessarily want to sit outside my door and like, chat with someone about, I might be, I might want to take your gift basket yeah. and, and go back to bed. Well, they just, they, they chat for a little bit, um, but he's just yeah. like, I have so much confidence in us, and, like, I'm so excited that you're here, and, like, I see something with you, whatever, and then she, like... Do you see their chemistry? No. I don't either. No, I don't. I think that... People keep saying I think that, that she's, like, final two. I don't think she's final two. I don't I think either. She's I think she's in the final four. Most. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, 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 what the thing I see with Katie is like, she says everything right. You know, she's obviously yeah. beautiful. She's sweet. She's kind. She's nurturing. She's everything that Zach thinks he's looking for, but they don't have chemistry. So I can see her mm-hmm. making it as far as you can make it without having chemistry, which is like when you've yeah. got the people you want to take to fantasy suites and then you pick those people over yeah. the person you don't have chemistry with. I think he might be the most comfortable with her. I think I, I think so. I can see that. But, I mean, part of that can also come from, like, not really having chemistry with someone. You no, know? that's what I mean. Like, if you're I'm not... Like, she, seemed, she strikes me as the best friend literally. character, not the... But remember, yeah. he is looking for his best friend, so maybe that's <laughs> <in her> favorite. <laughs> like, oh, my God. The fact that I forgot that is actually amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I think Katie makes him comfortable, but I think that he's much more attracted to a couple of the other women. So I can see her getting sent home at Hometowns. Yeah, I think Kat and Gabby for sure are going to be Final Four. I think Charity could also I think Charity, I would be be shocked if she doesn't make Hometowns, honestly. Yeah, 
I think I think Greer or Jess is going to be sexy number five. I think Jess is going to be sexy number five. I think Greer's going home next week. Ooh, okay. And then I I don't I'm trying to figure out exactly where Allie lands. Well, and Ariel. And Ariel Ariel is going to be sixth. Okay. Okay. She's going to go home right before Jess. I think. Well, then that has to put Allie seventh. Yes. Because I wouldn't rank Wait, her... then we sell Brooklyn. Ugh, fuck. Brooklyn is such a wild card. Yeah. Because I don't... I don't... Uh, hmm. I don't know. I feel very confused. I will say... And I've also tried to look up spoilers, and it's not there. I will say the two people I am having the hardest time predicting, I think, are Brooklyn yeah. and Ariel. Because, like, he's uh-huh. really into Ariel. In a way that yeah. I would not have predicted. And, like... Yeah. Uh, just in a way that I, I can't pinpoint how much of it is more or less than how he feels for the other women. And then... I think it's pretty much exclusively sexual right, attraction between right. the two of But them. then it's, like, how far does that take her, you know? Sure. And then the thing yeah. with Brooklyn is Brooklyn keeps surprising me. And so I think that yeah. I'm, like, able to write her off. And then she says something again that surprises me. She, like, she, she, yeah. I'm, like, she either might go home in the next week or she's going to be, like, final three. Yeah, literally. I but I think that yeah, no, every I'm with week. You. I don't, I can't put her anywhere. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I can't pin her down at all. And I know, and. Like Ariel, yeah, I, I don't think she's gonna last that much longer. That's the thing, it's like Ariel, I'm like, but, she's either going home next week or she's making it to fantasy suites, you know? Sure, yeah, true. <laughs> like true. I don't know what to do she with her. Has the, like, yeah, she's cause they even showed the like the or there was like a clip that came out of her doing like sort of a sexy mystery thing with the zoom later. Did you see that? No. Oh, <laughs> she, like, came into the Zoom room. The Zoom we room? We didn't show in the episode. This was the Zoom room. And she was, oh, Zach is, like, I hate watching him be horny. It's literally horrifying. <laughs> um, but <laughs> she was wearing sort of this, like, seductive outfit and, like, made this cocktail thing. And he had one, there was, like, one delivered to his door or something, which drinking when you're sick is, like, terrible so <laughs> don't do that go off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but maybe his was maybe just like just chicken me- broth <laughs> <laughs> delivered in like a, a scotch glass <laughs> that'd be so funny but he was like wow whatever this is i love it i hate him i hate horny zach it's my least favorite um <laughs> But whatever, it was just, it was very saucy, and I was like, yeah, they have, like, a lot of chemistry, but I also kind of feel like part of it is, like, I think it's more Zach towards her than her towards him. I agree. Yeah. If that makes sense. Which is also why I can't read, which is also why I can't place her, because I'm like, you don't seem very into this, like, at all. No. No. (laughs) I... She just, yeah, she strikes me and she's like, you're, she's like, you're cute and this is fine and fun. Yeah. And I'm like, you should go, yeah, go, go ahead. (laughs) 
it just looks like she's going to get a one-on-one next week. So it's like either he wakes up and realizes that his connection with her is mostly physical or at the very least less emotionally developed than his other ones and sends her home on a one-on-one. Yeah. Or she makes it mm-hmm. to week seven, which is right before hometowns. Shit. Okay, she's going home next week. I at, on her one on one. Like she was gonna get a one on one. Yeah. You think she's going home on her one on one? Uh huh. Okay, I'm just I'm confirming. I'm I'm wanting to know where you're at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, yeah, if no, that's I was, the case, sorry. I said uh huh was me thinking it through. Yeah. I, if that's the case, then I kind of think next week we're losing Ariel on the one on one and Allie at the rose ceremony. And then I think the week after we'll lose Brooklyn and we would have to lose Jess. Yeah, it's hard because, like, he and Allie had such a good date. But yeah. I haven't really seen her in the promos. And I no. they also don't show her almost ever. They never so show her during cocktail think... parties or group dates. Yeah. Like so that that makes me think you're right. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be I think next week is going to be Ariel home on one on one Greer self eliminate or is eliminated separately. Oh, I forgot about Greer. Shit. Okay, yeah. And then yeah, and then Allie home on uh home at rose ceremony. Or potentially he and Ariel he doesn't give Ariel the rose on the one on one. And then eliminates her at the rose ceremony with mm. uh, Allie. Mm-hmm. Like, he isn't sure what he wants to do yet and or something. So, something we're not accounting for is a two-on-one. But they don't really have anybody who oh. would make a good two-on-one. Unless they keep Greer and put her on a two-on-one week after this coming one with, like, somebody he's definitely keeping. You know? Yeah. Greer, at this point, Greer is one of the only people I can see them putting on a two-on-one. Like, I could maybe, I could maybe see them putting Brooklyn and that's when she goes home, but, like, I don't know about that. I don't know who it would be. Brooklyn and Christina would have been a very interesting one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Too late now. Because it actually would have had very similar vibes to Tia and Crystal. Kendall and Crystal? Was it Tia? I'm thinking Tia and Crystal because I think it was a, I I think it was a three on one. Oh yeah, that was Becca, Becca Tia, Tia, and, Tia Crystal, and Crystal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Crystal and Kendall had a two on one too, and that's when Crystal went home. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I hear you. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't even remember food what we're talking thought. about. Lots of food for thought. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, yeah. We're gonna have a virtual <laughs> cocktail party and a virtual rose ceremony. Um, and Jesse's like, "This is something we've this. never done." And I'm like, "It's literally the most obvious and solution." Should never do again. <laughs> um, we see Zach setting up like a very complicated Zoom setup for whatever reason. I guess it's because they can't use Zoom because Zoom has its logo in the corner. So they have to, like, get a platform that doesn't look like they're advertising it, you know? Oh, my God. They're, they're like, okay, and now we have our, (laughs) like, Like on-site coders. Right, they can't just do the the Zoom program of, like, FaceTime. They have to do, like, a live stream. Yeah. Um, 
So Charity gets to go first. And, like, all of them comment on how they can't see their face on the Zoom, which I relate to, frankly. Um, I, yeah, I felt that. We'll get more into we other will. things I agreed with some of the women on. Yes! <laughs> um, and Zach's like, I have a little surprise for you in the room. And he has, gives her, like, a model of Big Ben because he's like, our time had been cut short. Um Charity no. feels much better after their chat, and they, like, blow so many kisses to each other, it's horrifying. Like, mm-hmm. one kiss at the it end of horrifying. the combo is okay, but that's it. Um, yeah. Kat is next. They, yeah. She makes Zach kiss the camera, and it was horrible, and he should have said no. He should have said no. I thought it was so smart. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this is disgusting, but all right. He's going to remember her for that. He's going to be like, well, Kat is, she's weird like that. You know, she's she's weird and quirky quirky. like me. She kisses the camera even when the audience wishes she wouldn't. Allie makes him kiss an orange. Like, gals, this is weird. Let's just like not kiss. Let's just say hello. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) What happened to hi? What happened to hi? Hello. Goodbye. I hope you feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brooklyn wears like a giant fuzzy hat, which was funny. Like the, you know, like a. I thought theirs was really cute. That's why she's a wild card for me too. Literally always surprising me. Really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't like her in the beginning, but I like her now. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now we get to Greer. So Greer comes mm-hmm. in and is like also comments on how she can't see herself. It's like, good, my image isn't there because like otherwise I'd be staring at it the whole time. And then Zach kind of like rags on her for that. And I'm like, it's very common. I also. Uh, in a non fun way. On Zoom calls. Yeah. Like Does, it's he just, rags on her for that. Yeah. In a not fun way. Correct. Um, in like a, oh, weird. really? I was like, he was like, oh, you're self obsessed? And I was like, not, I was like, I can relate to what she said. I also get distracted by my own picture. And it isn't because I'm like, wow, I look amazing on this Zoom. It's because I'm like, ah, there's my face. Yeah, it's And even if it was, I look amazing on this Zoom, who cares? Yeah, it's a distracting thing. What? Yeah, and also like. very grouchy. He was very grouchy. Um, So then Greer's like, oh, I can really empathize with you because. I'm in sales, and the last time I had COVID was at the end of the quarter, so I know what it's like to have a goal that you're trying to reach and, like, just feel stuck. Um, And Zach's like, yeah, I think it's completely just different, like, me being frustrated about finding my future wife versus end of quarter sales. And Greer's like, oh, of course. He was so bitchy. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, of course, I didn't mean to belittle what you were going through. Like, I was just trying to put you put myself in your shoes and then zach's like yeah Yeah. no i know you had no bad intention but i just want to put it out there that it's not the same and in a few short weeks i could be standing (laughs) in front of my person and that's just not the same as an end of sales quarter and she's like oh yeah i know it's more important for you for sure i don't think it's the same yeah it was really bitchy like really bitchy super uncomfortable yeah i felt so bad for greer i hated it yeah. The, the way Zach acted. Yeah. It was like 
I was like, Greer, you were so annoying this episode, but I don't think you did anything wrong in this conversation. No, I mean, like, liter- uh, literally she was like, I'm trying to empathize. I'm trying to, like, yeah. put myself in your shoes. Like, I I don't know. He just, like, really... It, it, it became very clear in that moment where he was like this is really just about me like this is not about you like this is not a conversation for her i mean like yeah i felt like, like he was purposefully misinterpreting what she said yeah i mean like i thought it was like not that i thought it was kind of annoying but like i just think corporate culture is very annoying so, like, yeah, 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 I found what she said annoying because, like, I have a mm-hmm. job that, like, is nice to me when people do yeah. things, like, get sick. Um, so mm-hmm. I was, like, kind of icked out because of that. But I was, like, icked out because of, like, corporate yeah. culture in general. And also, Zach is part of corporate culture. Like, he's not a farmer. He a tech exec? Yeah, he's a tech executive. Like, he's the one pushing for final so quarter sales. Like... <laughs> yeah literally um i don't know it was just like i feel like one of the things that has been good about zach this season is like it seems like he is taking it seriously but this was like a moment where i was like bro calm the fuck down like it's not that deep yeah me too like well it just reminded me a lot of how he was with rachel in there it like talking to jesse palmer after their one-on-one and just like really being like what is wrong with you like I really didn't like it. It made me feel very weird. And it also made me be like, did they, did the producers tell you something about Greer? Like, yeah, he's, she's he, like there for the wrong reason. He it seemed, seemed like mad he, at her going in. Yes. He, cause it right off the bat was like the thing about the, the image. And he took that like, yeah. so wrong. He was just being really like condescending he, to her the whole time. Yeah. It was weird. I did not blame her for crying after that no, either. God, I was no. like, God, that was awful. And he just, like, would not let her backpedal. Like, okay, no. fucking fine if, like, you want to be, like, uh, like, if you want to be, like, I think it's different. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. fucking annoying, but whatever. Um, yeah. But she said, I didn't mean to belittle you. I was just trying to put myself in your shoes. No. And he goes, I know you had no bad intentions. But then he's like, but I wanted to put it out there. that Like, it's definitely not the same. And, like, mine's worse and yours is not bad. Um, like, you could have just been like, I know you didn't have any bad intentions. Like, you could yeah. have ended it there. You could have been like, okay, I've stated my problem with what you just said and how it rubbed me the wrong way. She apologized. And then uh-huh. you could be like, okay, great. But instead, you just had to, like, dig in on it. Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. I did not like it. It really freaked me out, too. I was just like, I was like, so either there's something I don't know and that Greer also doesn't know that he knows. Yeah. Or he really has got some stuff to work on because that, it that was just like a super, it was a really inappropriate way to respond to someone. And surprising. Uh, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like how surprising it was. Yeah. And it was it was also like very selfish in my opinion. Yes. Like have I agree. you considered that Greer's career is probably really important to her and like 
She's twenty fucking three. Like, proud of what she's accomplished and so like yeah getting a roadblock thrown in your like it's not like she fucking compared it to someone you know dying like no jesus christ calm the fuck down it was like weird. it didn't feel it like really a, uncomfortable. it didn't feel like a conversation it felt like it no, definitely it felt like a lecture it felt like a test and a lecture yes and like I think that that was kind of what was surprising about it is because, like, he seemed like a really good listener the whole time, and, like, this didn't feel like he was listening at all. It just felt like he was like, oh, wrong. Here's why. Yeah, it felt like he was there to scold her. Yeah. And, like... You didn't like it at all. No. Um, yeah. So then Greer's, like, crying to Charity in Brooklyn about how she was, like, mm-hmm. a- about how he was offended that she compared this to his job... And she's like, I feel like I insulted him, but that's not what I meant to do. Um, she's like, I didn't mean to dilute the situation. Like, people have told me that, like, I am re- I can be hard to understand in the beginning, and I don't, and I just don't think he understands me. And Charity's like, no, I don't think he's upset with you, more so the situation. And, like, I get why Charity would say that, but, like, he's upset with her. Like. Well, yeah, because, and Char- I'm sure Charity said that because, what Greer described was wild. Like, yeah. the way he acted was wild. Because it when she first described it, and, and because, like, obviously what they've seen is just, like, Greer breaking down for a while. So, obviously, right. they know she's really stressed and anxious. But us watching it, like, we have a different view of, like, it was as absurd as she is describing it. Like, right. So, like, I can so see when, Charity being, when she like... she said that... Yeah, I... I can see Charity being like, don't overthink it. Like, I'm sure you didn't offend him. Don't worry about it. I'm sure he's just, like, a little bit touchy because he, like, has COVID and he's upset about that. But, like, don't worry. It's not you. Yeah. And, like, it's not her, but also it is, like, Greer has every reason to be stressed. Like, she... It was... It was personal. It was personal. And I think he also feels like she insulted him. So, like, her saying, I feel like I insulted him. Like, you didn't insult him, but he feels insulted. So, like, you did. I, I don't know how to describe it. You know? Correct. Yeah. Yes, no, that's exactly what it was. It was just hard because I was like, I totally see. It It was it was confirmation that Zach's reaction had been absurd because of the way that the other women acted. You know what I mean? Yeah, where they like, were like, I'm sure it's not them, a big they deal. They were like, no, I'm sure that's not. That would be wild. You know, like that. I, I, I doubt that's how he's actually feeling. Don't worry about it. You're fine. You know? Yeah. But she should be worried. Yeah. Which is why... It was clear that he reacted stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, now it's time for the virtual rose ceremony. Um, and mm-hmm. Jesse's, like, talking to Zach on the iPad. And he's like, you know, I give you credit for this because you were adamant about getting time with the women and you made it happen. And I'm like, literally, this is this is how all of us operated for three years during COVID. Like, this is fucking being like, oh, I can't see them in person. What if I call them using a video chat? It's not anything that deserves to be commended. It is literally the most obvious solution in the whole world. Dumb. In fact, I think he should be shamed for how much trouble he had setting up his Zoom. Yeah, it's a fucking iPad. Um, so then <laughs> no, Zach almost... stand it up. Yeah, Zach almost cries on the iPad while talking to Jesse. Um... And then we go into the room oh with the God. rose ceremony that has, like, a big screen. And Zach pops up on the screen looking like a stern and disappointed principal. Like. It was wild. He's got the His fucking worst attitude right now. feel uncomfortable. 
Yeah. He's... Oh, you know he's got man flu. Yes, literally. Like, just... I think I think the main thing is that this showed me that, like, Zach is actually not a guy who's going to be good in a crisis. Because yes. he obviously feels like this is the biggest disaster to ever happen to him. And he is, like, completely yeah. melting down. Like, he is losing it. Yes. He's crying to Jesse about how this week was robbed. He's snapping at Greer. Like, he can't yeah. handle, like, having to video chat for a few days. I tell you what, I would not want this man to be my boss. No. Not at all. Like, I, I don't know. I Oh, and then he's like, he calls the situation, like, to the women. He's like, hey, like, I'm sorry about this week, blah, blah, blah. And he calls the situation pretty fucking aggravating and then goes, like, sorry for the language. And I'm like, oh my God. I just don't agree, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know. Again, like... I'm the COVID compliance officer on the show I'm working on right now. Like, we had a person get COVID. He, that person now cannot come back to the show until after we close just because of our COVID protocols, which is really sad and fucking sucks. And he is sad yeah. because it fucking sucks. But he also sent me an email that was like, I totally yeah. understand that the health and safety of everyone come before this. Like, hopefully I can see you guys before closing, like, in a mask capacity. Like, best of luck with the rest of the run. Like, yeah. That's what it is. It's not like this situation's really fucking aggravating. We're all living in this. Like it's not it's not over. Like No. We're all still dealing with COVID stuff and like things being canceled or being changed because of this. Yeah. And also like I'm sorry, I think that they just like I I just think I honestly think they shouldn't have done a rose ceremony. Like if they're really gonna keep it as like this is really messing up everything. This is horrible. Just, like, keep everyone. Yeah. For one more week. I agree. And then do it then. And don't do this weird, like, just honestly, just let them enjoy London. And then we hear about how they're feeling about Zach. Maybe we do. I think the FaceTime was totally fine. It was weird and awkward, but it was fine. Like, Yeah, I think it was and good. And then just do it all another week. Yeah, I think that was good. But it's like, we don't need to do this weird rose ceremony. I don't think they needed to eliminate people over FaceTime. And it's like, also, it it didn't, and if they did, it didn't have to be as big of a deal. Like, I, I just wish they'd picked one end of the spectrum. Like, either they're like, we, we wait a week, and we do the FaceTimes, and we don't eliminate anyone this week because we didn't actually get time. Or we just say it's not that big of a deal. Shit happens. People get COVID. And we're going to do this rose ceremony. Yeah. I, I, I. It was just weird. Yeah. And I'm also like, Zach, aren't you looking for, like, your alleged life partner? Like, how about you try out, like, honestly, an incredibly minor roadblock at this point? Like, you're yeah. healthy. We have technology. You're, everything's fine. I was unimpressed. It's all good. Yeah, me yeah. too. I felt annoyed yeah at him this episode and i was sad about that because i had been enjoying him. i agree i agree completely so he calls katie first she gets the first rose and she picks up a rose because the girls have to pick up their own roses because there's no one there um and she pretends to hug him through the tv screen and it's horrible mm-hmm. it's really like don't do that don't, don't do that just <laughs> wave like there's some things i had a feeling you would not like there's that. some things you could not do on video call and hug and kiss or Two of those things, so simply don't. I would do... I just know for a fact I would have tried to do both <laughs> if I were in this situation. 
Um, Charity gets the next rose. Allie gets the next rose. Then Kat, Brooklyn, Jess, Arielle. There's one rose left, so it's between Mercedes, Kylie, and Greer. It does go to Greer, so Mercedes and Kylie go home. Saw that one coming. Like, Mm -hmm. that was obviously what was going to happen this week regardless, so whatever. Sorry for them that they got dumped over FaceTime. Um, But they both look incredible. Mercedes is wearing an amazing dress with feathers and sparkles, and Kylie's dress also just, like, really is, like, made for her body. Um... They both look amazing. Oh my god, I know. But they get some. They look so good. I'm, I'm like, you know what? See you in fucking paradise where you will literally destroy. Literally. Mercedes is one of the hottest women I've ever seen on the show. Yeah. And then Kylie has a really she, good exit interview. And, yeah, she does. Yeah. Um. So I, I feel... I, feel I think confident. they're golden. I feel confident we'll see Kylie. I feel less confident about yes, Mercedes. definitely Kylie. But, um... Fingers crossed for her, so. I think she'll be there. Yeah, I th- I think she's going to be there. I also think she and Kylie are friends. Yes. From what I've They're, like, roommates. Watching, so I think like, they might when, arrive at the same time. Yeah, when Kylie left to, like, go cry in the hallway, Mercedes was the one who followed her. Or, no, when Mercedes left to go cry in the hallway, Kylie followed her. I don't know. They're yeah. friends. Um, They're yeah. friends, they're hot, and they would kill Paradise. Yeah. Um, And that's the end of the episode. It was, uh, it was an interesting one. Interesting. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Do you have any roses and thorns? Yeah. My rose is going to be Jess's awkward British accent when everyone was being a bad time. (laughs) I loved that. I thought it was really cute. (laughs) Um, and then my thorn would be Zach's face on Zoom. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my rose is, I hated it. My rose is similar. It's, um, I would say my rose is, like, when the girls did start having fun on their date without Zach. Yeah. Like, right when... Well, that's good. Uh, Greer and Mercedes, like, pounded those beers in the pub. Um, that was yes. a good time. That seemed fun. And my thorn, uh, I mean, thorn to Zach, obviously, but I'll say my thorn goes to, like, Jesse Palmer being like, what are we gonna do? And then leaving. Like, exactly like he did to Rachel oh and Gabby on their season, where he was like, I don't know what, how this works. And it's like, maybe a little guidance. God. You're supposed to be in charge. You idiot. Yeah. He, I'm like, you are not, not alpha. <laughs> Jesse Palmer is not alpha. not alpha. Not alpha. Not alpha at all. Um, your mother would not approve. No, she would not. Okay. What about embarrassing turn of events? Um, I think... In an embarrassing turn of events, Zach has reminded me of himself in the last season, mm. like, at the end of yeah. Rachel and Gabby's season. Yeah. I couldn't exactly pinpoint why he made me feel weird then, but I, it really, it was the same thing for me as, like, it, it's that weird feeling of, like, I don't know enough. Like, I, I feel like there's something I'm missing, and if, yeah. there's some, if there isn't something I'm missing... That I really hate the way you're acting. Yeah. And it kind of felt like this episode that I just hate the way he acts sometimes. I, I think maybe part of it is, like, he's not encountered a lot of roadblocks in his life. And so, on The <laughs> Bachelor, everything is very easy because, obviously, it's very easy. And so, when even one thing goes wrong, we witness the, like, you don't know how to handle a roadblock, you know? 
or yeah. like compromise mm-hmm. or something like that. Do you think he gets mad in traffic? Ooh, interesting. Because, like, the thing is, he seemed so fucking level-headed, but, like, I don't know if he gets mad in traffic. I bet he gets really mad if he lo- I think he doesn't get mad in traffic, yeah. but I think he gets really mad when he loses his keys. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can yeah. relate to, but also, <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> yeah, I don't think Zach gets that mad in traffic. Um, but I think no. he would get mad if he uh, He doesn't strike me as road rage. No, 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 yeah. I don't think so. Um... Yeah, so so interesting. Uh, it doesn't sound like a fun activity to like go down a list of like what would make this man angry. Um, <laughs> so I'll move on to my embarrassing turn of events. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, in an embarrassing turn of events, The Bachelor is like fucking horny for the royal family. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> That's a good That's one. That's so embarrassing for them. They were. That's- they really were horny and. I was almost like, this is so weird that what if it was, like, Harry and Meghan paid them? No, why would Harry and Meghan pay them? No, pay them to be so horny that everyone else got the ick about the royal family. That's a a bold move. Reverse psychology. That's a a lot of confidence in reverse psychology move. Well, it would have been a sure bet because I hated it. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's all I have for this week. You have anything else? Me too. All right. Mm -mm. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.